0: starting and this hangout is live yo welcome to beat people podcast i think this is episode 15 right uh yeah well that's what i'm calling it regardless if it is or not um so, yo, this is the first podcast of 2017. I got to get used to saying 2017, even though in this show we're going to go through some uh, some of the highlights of, of gear uh, for 2016. And not that we all discussed all of this, but I figure we all got some picks and some favorites and I may need some help figuring out what was 2016 versus 2015, because there's a couple of pieces I'm not sure about. But yeah, episode 15. Let's go through, introduce the panelists. I'm, I think my man Upright is going to join at some point Um, but first up we got Ken what's going on bro
1: going on man I'm um, still trying to get over a cough that I've had for like six or seven weeks now it's crazy man I should probably see a doctor but um, instead I'm trying to actually I'm trying to use a new technique (laughs) of uh, curing myself through very loud kick drums how is that working out for you Uh, I don't know, but my head hurts. (laughs) So I've been, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been doing some, I'm working on some new sound packs. uh, So I've been recording a lot of kick drums, like a lot of analog stuff, um, like, Weird analog kick drums, I guess you could call it. Word. And um, it's not just going to be kicks, but like that's what I'm focusing on right now. Um, trying to get the biggest boom and kick sounds and that kind of thing. But well, so, you know what
0: I just did this morning? Speaking of that, I actually, this morning when I got up, I sampled a lot of, I think it was something like 44 to 50, maybe about 50 different variations of sounds from the drum brute. And um, so now that I got those sampled, I'm going to do some, some, creative effects and and run them through a couple of things to see if I can mess them all up and create a new sample pack from them.
1: <laughs> I did, yeah. I was kind of um the one of the first things I did when I got my drum brute was um obviously I was playing with the sequencer and having fun with that, uh, which it's an awesome sequencer, super fun. But um it got me it got me kind of wanting to recreate for th- this is the nerdy stuff that I do, man. So I wanted to recreate all those drum circuits of the drum brute using other analog gear that I have. Dope. Like so like, That's like crazy. try to get it as close and exact as I could, mm-hmm. you know, just by for, for no reason at all, man, just because I do that kind of stuff. So I recreated the same sounds in my Tempest. I recreated a bunch using my modular. I recreated a bunch using the, uh, the Matrix Brute. And then I recorded them also. And then I'm doing some weird layering with them and Dope. that kind of thing. Just That's just messing up. around.
0: I can't wait to hear those, yo. So let's let's keep it moving down the line. Who we got uh, next? Stony? What's up, Stoney? How you doing?
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? Big people, thanks for having me as
0: usual. No doubt, you already know. Fam, fam, what you got going on? What you working on?
2: Well, I mean, 2017, new things is I project for it to be an incredible year for all of us. Word. Um, finally, uh, I'm gonna announce a special launch next week.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Finally, got things done, and um. I'm working on the pure mind mentorship program that we should talk about and just like go more into detail about that. And, you know, again, the completion of my album, um, I think to I know 2017 is the year for all of like for new music to just be released, just putting out tons of music, releasing tons of content. And, you know, with the announcement I'm going to make next week with the launch of everything that I'm projecting to put out, uh, everything will be in one place now and people could interact with me and work with me. And uh, it, it's going to be really dope. It's going to yeah, be really dope. And I look forward to all the uh, beat people podcast throughout the year and all the cool things we're going to be talking about and bringing to this community, the production community, That's you know, like. and, uh, and the other thing I want to talk about in this podcast also is um, I want to touch a little bit on what Ken just said about um having his his drum brute and then being able to go into his mods you know his modular setup and recreate those sounds mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like lately i've been noticing a couple of people putting up some really awesome posts talking about the difference between sound design and just grabbing a bunch of drum kicks and samples and putting them in a, in a pack and labeling it sound design you know what Lord. i mean i think um i'd this, like to hear you guys sound <laughs> sound, <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> sound design right i'd like to hear you guys especially ken i'd like to hear you guys opinion about you know what you think about that i think justin myrax had a, an amazing post yeah, that he, he put up this it. week and i was just like oh the brother he really nailed it mm-hmm. and um i think that conversation needs to you know, go on more and more. We should discuss a little bit of that today, Work. for
0: sure. Well, I'm with that. Uh, let's let's uh, circle back around to that and the uh, pyramid thing, and let's uh, okay. introduce our other panelists here. Will, what's going on, brother?
3: Man, it's been a long time, man. Yeah, it's been a
0: long time, a long man. Long you time. just you, you need to come back home sometime. What what my man said? Hey. Hey, come over to grandma's crib, get a plate, fool.
3: <laughs> man, hey, you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff with the kids. My mm-hmm. son's been playing football. I've been coaching, hey. so that's pretty much taking up a lot of my time. Just had a kid mm-hmm. a month ago. So man. had a fourth kid, third son taking up a lot of time. I've been doing a lot of uh, sound design in the uh, middle of that. I had red synergy come out two months ago, Mm
0: -hmm. which is a nice contact
3: program. I'm in the middle of working on blue synergy, which is going to be featuring a whole lot of pad and strings and, like just atmospheric sounds created off the module over here. I got a ton of VCOs, digital VCOs that I'm running through mm-hmm. all kind of filters, and I think it's gonna be like 11 filters I got in my system now. Awesome. So that's dope. Oh, yeah, 11, it's gonna is gonna be a lot
2: of different things. <laughs> balling, <laughs> yeah. balling.
3: <All> right. <laughs> I'm still no. after one more though. That that Morpheus from uh, Rossum. I gotta have that. That's I gonna be nice.
0: Morpheus Evolution. I kind of like the evolution joint. I really want to check that out.
3: Hey, you know, I was really thinking about grabbing that one too, but my credit card said no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep hitting it till so, it say yes. Hey, <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> It'll get there. Word.
3: But now, nah, other than that, I just been, you know, every time I'm in the in my little work area. I'm either working on programming for contact or a sound designer for contact. So That's I'm, I'm working.
0: So actually let's, let's go ahead and jump into that though. Um, uh, let's get get into this, uh, this sound design discussion because right. you know, we, we all, uh, fam and there's a lot of this, this is a sprawling network of fam. you know what I mean? So <clears throat> a lot of us are sound designers and have our own products and different things. Um, um, and I know that you know sometimes um uh, piracy is a problem, and piracy doesn't always come in the form that we think it comes in, right? You think piracy you think some dark side of the internet where somebody's offering up all of our products to say like yo, download this latest pack from so and so so and so but it also comes in the form of um people you know found designing. <laughs> <laughs> right. that? I, like that. I like that. Where, where they take take sounds from sample packs and repackage them as a kit that they've created. Where it may be just like a greatest hits of a bunch of kits that's out there and and repackaging.
2: Now, now you know. It, now you know what, what's funny for me, Core, is that looking on the outside, being from a producer's perspective, mm-hmm. because um, you know to claim that you're a sound designer and can't create sounds from scratch Mm -hmm. and understand how this patch is put together, how this is made. There's so many of you guys who really understand the art of sound design. And we get it confused because, you know, as a producer, I get a, I get a drum kit. Of course, I'm going to manipulate the drum kit and make it my own. Did I sound design? Did I create that kick kick and snare? No.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I made a sound. I that's the thing, though. That's a part of production, right? Because before exactly. I started really exactly. truly sound design, and what I would do is I'd have right. kits and I may have a certain kind of um uh chain of effects that I like to use on my kits that make them punch, but that don't mean they're my kits. <laughs> like right. that's just kind of exactly. my stash.
2: Exactly. And then the thing, and then for me and then for me, mm. you know, I'm looking at it like, okay, well, I took I have a, a drum kit. I sound I I design it the way I think it works for my track. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then now when you start getting into, you know, cats taking taking that and saying, hey, this is my kit" or this is my sound design. I mean, when you open up massive and you can create a kick or you open up, you know, the modular system and you can actually create those sounds from scratch, you know, to me that's sound design Mm -hmm. that's sound design you know going out into the field with a microphone and grabbing different sounds and then coming back and creating new new textures and things like that you know and um it's just it feels very saturated right now it feels like everybody okay because they're producing they make beats they're like well i got a drum kit you wouldn't want to buy buy my drum kit and i'm just like really like it just feels very saturated yeah
1: i try not to get angry or or um judgmental about that kind of stuff just because in truth that's how i started um no granted i started doing that well before it was commonplace um i started doing it back in like late 90s early 2000s something like that um and it started organically which is another big difference is um with with the advent mm. of YouTube and just being able to um, show people what you're doing and the openness of showing what you're doing now, um, anytime someone sees a revenue stream, um, it's going to become bastardized and capitalized on, right. which, which mm-hmm. you know, whether you or not that's that. right is up for debate. But um, really, as long as you're trying to create quality work, then that's really the bottom line. Like, you know, as long as you're not I, I, doing it just to rip somebody off and get money. You know, if you're if you're actually like if your heart's in it and, you know, whether you have a lot of skill and knowledge or whether you're just starting out, you know, I think the the jump off point is always what the passion is and what the the, you know, what the mindset behind it is, you know, because. When I first started out, it was a lot of me just taking a little voice recorder. Like literally I had like the really cheap voice recorder stuff and was like banging on trash cans and whatever just to put in my MPC for for beats that I was creating for myself. Mm-hmm. People liked that. Those sounds that I had in my drums and they were like, where would you what record did you get that from? And I'd be like, I didn't get it from a record, you know, and then mm-hmm. it kind of went from there. Um, and that started off with very little knowledge. You know, now I know, you know, a hundred times what I used to know, but that didn't make it any less valid for me to be selling the sounds that I was creating then. You
0: know what I mean? Of course. I mean, there's a maturity to it. Right. So you you definitely mature to it. And let's let's be honest. I mean, hip hop is kind of founded on Marley Mall. is kind of credited as the first person to, to sample a, a single one shot into the um I don't know which machine he was using at that point, but whatever machine he was using, and then... You know, he said he would go to to the clubs and he knew what drums will really had an effect. So rather than sample the breaks, which he probably did too, then he would just sample the snare or the kick or the hat or the clap. And then all those kind of things became common knowledge, like, yo, I will get that impeach the president's snare and do this, that, and the other. Um, see now and- what you're talking about, you're talking about the art of sampling.
2: Work, you know what I'm saying? Work. You're talking about the art of sampling and designing and shaping. Cats are literally taking drum kits. Yeah, from other kits, you know, what I'm saying? like they're not even being creative with it. Like, let me get this kit and just make this kit my kit. You know, it's like what? They don't even change the wave you know? file name or
3: nothing. They just here you go, okay. right there. It's just right there. Yeah, and I, I, that's that's the thing don't though
1: worry. is like you know there's there is a difference between somebody who's um, you know just taking you know, a sound that they sampled off a record or even got from another sound pack or whatever, and then adding some reverb and EQ versus right. somebody who's legitimately trying to create something new. Like right. how many times do you buy a sample pack and then go through it? And then is you're like, damn, I know I had these sounds and like you open up like big fishes smoking jazz and you're like, oh yeah, that's where that came from like <laughs> 10 years ago. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it's, you know, on that level, that, That stuff to me is wrong and and the people who do it, you know, some of them don't even realize how, how silly they're being, but, um, you know, that's, you can't bother wasting time even thinking about that stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like to me, it's like, am I going to bother about, you know, worrying about how many people are, are. Um, torrenting my my sample packs and stuff, I can't I can't worry about it. You know what I mean? Now here's the thing, here's the thing.
2: It's it's cool, it's cool if you're gonna make a product that is incredible. But if the product is not incredible, you're like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? You know. So now you got the you got this this onslaught of, of tons of expansions and all these drum kits and things, and you don't know which ones are great and which ones aren't.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, so now that, you know, you know, there was a time when you go, okay, so-and-so's putting out his kids, you know, you're going to get some quality shit. You know what I mean? Now it's like, "Mm, is this, is this a legit, you know, product? Is that a legit product? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you have to now kind of it's a guessing game now, you know, like on, I mean, they're, the, we, we know the top five, we know the guys that's that are doing it. And great And I think work. that's, that's we really know that. what
0: it comes down to. People. Yeah. It's just like uh, other products. you be, you come to a point where you know who you, the names and brands you can trust. And and Absolutely. then for the, for the newer names and brands, it's a hard, it's a hard, you know, rise, <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to the, gain the trust of, you know, the, the consumer. And, and I think they know the difference and this is why they'll oh. go to the same, you know, top four or five different, uh, sample pack sales joints and stores and stuff. You know what I mean? For sure. Word. Hey, Willie, hold on. I want to no. show, I want to show what you was talking about. Um, you was talking about red synergy and I want to show it because I want people to check it out. Cause it's a, it's a dope product. My man, Willie spent like 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> he, he not only, uh, uh, did the sound design, which, which we're talking about, but he also, um, you know, he did the, did the coding. Did the he did working. the, yeah. the, the design for the interface.
2: Oh, this um, is dope.
0: Yeah. Um, and there's just so much that he, I mean, what didn't you do? You did every single thing for this thing.
3: Yeah, I did all the graphics, the um, the coding behind it, the sound design. So, yeah, it's a self-contained me product.
0: Word. That's what's up. And I mean, I, you know, I got to commend you on that, bro, just because um, you took the time. How long have you been knowing how to code this stuff? Uh, about a year. About a year. So you took the time out. Uh, uh i think you just said you got four kids <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one of them is new wow. so that still counts though because that means during that time your wife was pregnant so i'm saying yes you got four <laughs> now, kids now let me ask
2: can I, can I, now can i ask this question cory real quick when I, I've, I've heard a lot of sound designers use the word coding and all that stuff can willie explain in detail for people who are watching what that actually means
3: uh basically like contact has its own language and if you it's sort of like talking in spanish when you're uh english major so it's something like it you know <laughs> it's, it's it's really complicated. because if you don't like hold on I, I can pull it up i can it's better it's easier for me to show it than for me to mm-hmm. explain it
0: no that's dope so, uh, yeah, because actually, I don't know anything about that contact programming, and I I don't. There's a a couple things I would like to learn, but I ain't got no time.
4: <laughs>
2: I just think it's real. I think it's. I just think it's really cool. So that you know, when cats you know purchase these expansions, they understand how much work was put into these uh mm-hmm. these different sound kits. You know.
0: Word. Okay, we got you on screen there, Willie.
2: All uh, right, is it working?
0: Yep, I see it.
2: Okay,
3: so basically, like, if uh you wanted a knob to control the filter right here, mm-hmm. then uh on the back end, what you would do is say on on the con- when the knob moves, then it's supposed to use uh set this parameter right here, and then right. if you want the, the scripting for the knob, hold up, I'm just scroll way up here.
1: See, all I see is girl in red dress. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: So I'm such a nerd. (laughs) The knob you got to in order to make the knob appear, it's just like this is one line of code, then the height and the width and then the picture for it. Then what is controlling? And so basically you got to tell contact what picture you want to display, how you want it to move and then what you want it to control while the person is moving it. Mm-hmm. And once you get all of that in, then you do it for the next knob. And I think it has something like 30 knobs on it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And then that's not even counting the uh, arpeggiator. Mm-hmm. Like arpeggiator code is, is just absolutely ridiculous. Hold up, That's the blue synergy code.
0: So here, here's the thing. Um, um, the thing about all this coding is that What people don't realize is that when you got a program like that, all those knobs have is basically like a piece of a program that's dictating what you can and can't do with it. Exactly. It Don't do nothing unless Willie has told it all these lines of code that it needs to do all these different parameters that it needs to know in order to make these sense sounds. So the the thing is actually I gotta I gotta commend my bro on the fact that you know he set up and he learned the code, then he wrote all the code and then he designed the interface or he designed an interface. I don't know how what order it goes in, but designing the interface and I remember the different iterations of the interface and I'm gonna add an arpeggiator now or I'm gonna add this thing now. I'm gonna add that thing now. And he's steady coding and building on this stuff
2: are you self-taught Willie yes
0: okay
2: yeah I had to
3: uh it's a really good site called um VI control I believe uh, shout out to them everybody that's on there right actually
0: oh oh Will kicked what himself off. I think
1: he accidentally closed a window that he shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> that's classic.
2: <laughs> so, well, that was Will. Well, yeah, I can tell you. Um, oh, well, here he is, he is coming back. back there, right you go. there he yeah. is. <laughs> My bad. Hold up. Let me
3: see. <laughs> I thought I was on the other browser page. Oh,
0: messed that up. So, yeah, the the, and the other thing is, okay. so you think, okay, he did graphic design. So he did the graphic design for that. Then he did the coding for that. But then he did the sound design for it. So all the sounds you see will like how wide is your 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 modular It's like a damn freeway. (laughs) It's like 20 lanes across and all these different modules. So the man has dedicated a lot of time to putting together this red synergy from the coding to the graphic design to the sound design. And if you haven't checked it out, you got to check it out because it's a real dope um, synth quite frankly, like when I pulled it up, I expected it to be good. But what I was tripping on was like, wow, this is like real good. (laughs) And he did it all himself. So on
4: top of that, the
1: the source material Mm -hmm. for for these plugins, because this is also the same as stuff that I've worked on, on him with is, Mm -hmm. you know, all the source material for, for the samples that, originally go into these synths are all coming from really quality sources Mm -hmm. and then there's sound design going involved on that side of the of the game as well so for that for for instance like blue synergy and red synergy like they are they're multi-sampled instruments but before you even get to that stage there's sound design that goes into the samples that go into that so it's I, i think people Take for granted the process that goes into creating these instruments. Sometimes, you know,
0: yeah, the, the the sheer patching and 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 thought process of how you're making your equipment sound like uh, how how you're patching your equipment to get those sounds. And then after that, you're multi sampling them (laughs) through all these different filters and stuff to get that, that flavor. So yeah, hats off. Cause I know Ken and you do a a lot of that too. So hats off, man, that that's the real work. So to the people that check this show out, whether it's today or whether it's, you know, next year, whenever, cause it's going to live on the internet, you know, um, Pay for the software you use because it's a lot of lot of work that goes into getting it done, certainly, especially when it comes to independent cats. When you don't see uh, I mean, it's a lot of work that goes into it regardless. But just imagine when you're talking about uh, a family man that's independent and putting in this work in, in his studio or well, basement or something to get this stuff done. Don't bootleg that. Don't share that. Tell your people it's $59. Imagine all the work he did for $59. That's, that's just you yeah. giving a donation like PBS donation <laughs> for the <laughs> year's programming. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, man. support, support cats, especially the independent cast that's doing it because um, we do it for you. It's for the community. That's what's up.
3: Yeah. It took a long time, man. I'm like two hours of sleep a day. Oh, that's dangerous! I, I also got a regular job, so you know, hey. <laughs> People forget about that part that, and like, kids. a lot of us. Yeah. Kids.
0: Mm-hmm. Willie has all the kids. All the man. kids. Willie got all the all kids. All the
1: kids. Willie <laughs> 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 Willie hasn't figured out that you can. It's legal to stop having kids.
2: Hey. <laughs> Hold up, I know you ain't talking, Ken.
1: <laughs> Listen, man. I'm I know done. you ain't talking. I'm done. Hey. <laughs> I'm done. I had three and I'm out. <laughs> I hit my level one. Willie's like over there trying to create a whole football team.
3: <laughs> hey, you know, one more. I got a basketball squad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what you're shooting for, Willie. starting
3: five. <laughs>
1: hey. Yeah, man. So, a, hey, uh, Corey, real quick, I wanted to I wanted to ask you a a question about the stands that you have in your studio, just because we were we were kind Mm -hmm. of talking before the show about stands. And you got um, so you have the stand on top of your roads right now that holds your Moog. right. And then you also got um, a three tier stand. But what's that little piece that hangs off the side of the uh, 73? Oh, man, that's piece of crap. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just wondering because like, we all we all kind of do like yeah,
2: that's dope well
1: yeah we all do different little like tweaks to things and, and little diy things i was just
0: wondering what you had going on over there Yeah. So. Let and what
2: me, are those pet- are those pedals on that core
0: yeah those are those are pedals <laughs> um so <coughs> let's see if you can still hear me yeah i just got i got like four <laughs> pedals there i got a phaser i have uh um um the re20 yeah, I got the re 2 Space Echo. Then I got this uh, Pulsar. Um, and then I have a Chorus, an Analog Chorus, MXR Chorus. So those now are how, my x it- pedals. And that's all usually being used with my roads. And so what I did here is I have a stand from Ken Rich Sounds. He makes stands for people that have these vintage... Uh, uh, pianos like the Wurlitzer or like mine's the the Fender Road 73 and it has a rounded top so nothing sits flat on it right so Mm -hmm. some of the later models came with a flat top but nothing sits yeah I got a flat top on mine right mine's is a little rounded because it's like a 71 or 72 the year was Mm -hmm. made so what what I did is I kind of jerry-rigged a little situation right so I'm using his stand I'll point to it this is like two brackets here and here Mm. And what they do is they sit on top of the um, roads and give you like a stand that you can, a flat surface that you can sit your next keyboard on. Right. So that's what the Voyager sits on. But then what I did is because there's a little space between the stand that the Voyager sits on and the rounded top of the roads, I took a black shelf that's about as long as the roads and I slid it between the stand and the the roads. So the weight of the Voyager is holding it in place. And I laid it out about a foot. And that gives me a ledge to put my effects on.
1: Okay. See, yeah. That, and that's what I was talking uh, about. Like we all got little like DIY solutions because I swear it doesn't matter how much money you have. Every studio that I've ever been in has some kind of DIY desk of some sort, Oh yeah. you know, in, in some <laughs> yeah. way,
0: shape or form, you know, oh, bro. I, listen, this is the only thing that I've like bought. That's like that is what it is. That three tier stand right here, this uh ultimate support stand. So it's dope. The ultimate support stand, it's a three-tier joint, uh two-tier typically, but they don't advertise it as a three. So I bought an extra tier to put on it, and it's holding right now the uh montage six, the profit six, and the deep mind twelve, right? Um mm-hmm. montage six won't be here much longer, so I'll be doing something with that, uh probably. Well, I'll, I don't know, but the back to the DIY stuff. Let's see if you could see this. All right. So you could see this. Can you see that? Yeah. Wow. That is from my old little desk from a, if you look on my Instagram, I think about a month ago, I, I put a picture up with my old studio. And this was mm-hmm. the width of the desk right here. And all I had was a, a all I had then was an MPC, and a keyboard and a, my computer, and it worked out well. And it had some rack space above it, so now I have this IKEA. Um, what do they call these shelves that everybody used to put their records on and stuff? I can't. Oh, the um, yeah, I know. Is about. it the Calyx? Yeah, that sounds about right. Because uh, I the know they discontinued and brought a newer new one. Yeah, that's the have. newer one. So I had yeah. that, but it wasn't wide enough because it's more like a bookshelf. So I still had this old desk taken apart in the mm-hmm. garage, and it's about. I don't know, maybe, maybe about 30 inches deep. So I took mm-hmm. the top off of that and put it on top of this uh, this Calix bookshelf Calix bookshelf oh. and then just threw a old Kenta cloth type thing, mud cloth on top of it. So now that's my, <laughs> my modular I drum did, machine. I did basically
1: rap. the same thing, man. Like, like my, my DJ setup is I took one of their desktops and then I put it on top of a Calix um, what is it? The the two by, what, what is this thing? Two by four? Of the calyx that's filled with records and then my my dj setup goes on top of that and then um like the modular stand and everything is um it's basically like a staples desk that i cut up and changed around a bit so that i have a tray for my profit underneath of it word but yeah like it's all it's all diy stuff man and i use a calyx behind me too like where like my MS-20 and all that stuff is. Yeah, you got to
0: so, do that, man. It's like, cause you know, you have such a specific way of working with you, within your own lab, right? And and it seems like nothing is ever where it needs to be until you actually put some elbow grease into it and say, I'm going to make this be here.
1: And I do, <laughs> have, I do have one nice, like actual dedicated studio desk. I have the mm-hmm. uh, ZOR, Z-O-A-R studio desk. Um, It's called the Yesk. And it's, yeah, um, it's really nice, man. Like mm-hmm. it's built so well. And, uh, and I'm actually, um, I'm probably going to be moving in the next few months. And when I do, uh, it's going to be interesting to take it apart and put it back together. Cause it looks like it comes apart pretty easy and should be able to go back together pretty easy, but it's built really solid and it's got rack mounts in it, which is cool. So Word. nah
3: i don't spend money on studio furniture i'm sorry i built my whole desk for 50 bucks <laughs> if it ain't modular or gear i don't spend money on it man
4: <laughs>
1: well after having having a studio desk that had like a huge warp and bend in it for about like three or four years straight finally i was like yo, yeah, it's time to have a nicer desk
3: I feel you, man. But hey, I got a nice little solid
0: piece of wood right here. There it is. I went and bought a little bit more wood and put a whole desk. together. <laughs> my, yeah. my man, like I got <laughs> some wood, some more wood, a little more wood, and there it is. And and some, I, screws, I, some screws, I, some screws, and some screws.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will put that back. It ain't bending. It ain't flexing. <laughs> it hold everything together. We good.
0: Word <laughs> up. up. So hey, I wanna I wanna get into. Um, uh with stony stony let's talk about your um the pyramid deal okay so we wanted to talk about that last time but the show cut off that was a crazy show the last show it was the last show of the year and uh we came on we were in the middle of a conversation and then we got cut off about an hour later <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's kind of like if if you got ocd maybe that last episode ain't the one you want to see because you're gonna yeah, be like what was y'all talking about at first because we just came on talking and, and yeah. we went, left off talking about something we never really truly opened the show and closed the show so one of the things we want to talk about was this pure mind uh mentorship program why don't you tell us a little more about it okay.
2: Um, well, I mean, the Paramount of my mentorship program, it, I mean, it's really, it's a, it's a dope concept and a dope idea. So basically most of the people, first of all, you, you gotta be like invited to be a part of it. So, um, you know, they've gone around and they've seen who are the best of the best and whatever it is that they do in terms of production. And, um, the guy who put it together, he pretty much, you know, said, OK, I have this idea um, outside of it being like he didn't want it to be something like, hey, come learn some production classes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Come learn because there's all these online schools and, you know, people go to school to learn how to do make beats and production. You know, that's a big thing right now. But a lot of people were, you know, and I'm not going to say names because I don't want to like discredit any school or anything like that. But a lot of people will go into different schools and then they would spend all this money, you know, thousands of dollars to learn production and would come out and would, would, wouldn't would know what a VST was.
1: Mm,
2: wow. Wouldn't know what like very basic things were, you know what I mean? So um, the, the Peer Pyramid Mentorship Program is more like it's more like a mentorship thing. So if someone you know came and you know booked me to be a mentor for them i'm not just sitting there showing them hi welcome to the mentorship you're gonna learn machine Mm -hmm, no mm -hmm. it's not like that it's more like what is it you're trying to do you know what i'm saying right and um hold on let me send you this link
0: also so that you can share it it here you go is this it right Peer mind. Mentorship.
2: No, I'm going to so, so show you another link also.
0: OK, cool. So
2: that put it in the um, chat
0: so we could I can get it from there. So basically, um, it's kind of like uh, what it says is a pure pure mind uh, mentor. So basically, one expert music production, tutoring and guidance.
2: Right? right. Tutoring in that way. But what's happening is like if you book the session with me, you would we would talk, we would have conversations, we would build, we would create something that is customized for you and you only, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like, like I would do workshops and I would cover general things when I was doing workshops. But now with the mentorship, I can sit with someone and we could have a two-hour conversation and you'll learn more in that two-hour conversation than you would have learned taking a flight coming all the way to a workshop sitting there paying for hotels doing all this stuff to sit in a room with me with two three hundred people you know what i'm saying now you could actually be in your studio and then still have me come and be online with you and talk and discuss you know and discuss music and different things like that and if you notice the page that you're looking at right now that that's my personal booking page. So if you go to the page, you'll see, like, I have something like a one hour and in that one hour, we could discuss general making beats production. You have people that just need to understand what it is they're doing. You know, like I met with a guy one time and he kept saying, well, my boy told me I need contact battery, this, that, and the third. And it wasn't quite right. You know? So sometimes you need someone who's professional And has done this long enough that they can say to you, you know what, this is what you actually need and you don't have to spend all this money Mm -hmm. and try to get this thing, this piece, that piece. We're not trying to sell people anything. We're Mm -hmm. trying to show people how to use whatever it is they have already Mm -hmm. and become great, great at it. You know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, for me, I'm going to be focusing on the things that I love using and having fun with I have, i'm doing i'm showing people reason ableton live all the native instrument stuff all the tractor stuff and then all the mpc stuff um and then general music production as well to talk about you know the things we talk about on the show but then mm-hmm. you're coming to speak someone one-on-one and then the cool thing about the peer my mentorship you have people that are studying voice there's someone that can, that's mentoring for voice. There's someone that's going to talk about branding. There's someone there talking about, if you want to build your website and music, what do you do? So they've touched, they've gotten the best of all these different, you know, parts of the music industry and production into this one mentorship. And then the pricing is fantastic. Like, and then it, we're doing it cause we're having fun doing it. Right. And so There are people that are going to come and book a session with me and we're going to wind up working together. We're going to wind up making music together because after a while you start meeting these people, you're talking, you're laughing. It's not like a stuffy classroom and you're just like, oh, my God, what is all this technical jargon that I don't understand? So um, that's pretty much the mentorship. And it's funny. It's good for me, too, as the mentor, because on my Instagram page, I used to get like tons of people hit me up. Yo, Stoney, I want to learn how to use machine. I want to learn how to use Ableton. I want to learn how to use all this stuff. Now, when I send them the link to peermind to book a session with me, that cuts out all the, all the fluff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, cuts out all the the people who are not so serious, you know what I'm saying? And if they're serious, they book me and then they stay booking consistently. And, you know, I have one guy right now, he, We started doing a session. He didn't know anything about Ableton, nothing about the push. And dude is making tracks right now. Like he's Mm -hmm. actually making good music. And I mean, for me, you know, the joy is to watch somebody just like, not know any, like he didn't know anything and then he gets it and then he's happy and he's making dope music. So, you know, what's going to happen? We're going to work on music together at some point, you know, and then if I'm somewhere and there's an opportunity, I can say, yo, I got a cat. He's real ill. Mm -hmm. And it just opens up the, it opens up the community, you know, it becomes a community thing. And then all the mentors are like people like myself who've been in the business for a while and have trained amazing people and are connected with professionals and still connected with up and coming cats who've done nothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so um yeah i think this is it, it's just a different way of connecting with people finding out what they really need and want and just providing just that thing they need you know what i mean
0: that's what's up I'm sure so them i them
2: mean if one anybody's one watching this and they want to they want to find out more about it you know hit me up and um that's the link right there in, at peermind and uh yeah. And, and consistency, too. You know, some people might just need one session with me to figure something out. And then there are people who actually need someone that can walk them through understanding the language of t- production and technology. You know, you get a piece of gear, you read the manual, but you don't really quite understand what those things mean is deeper than just, OK, that says truncate. Like, what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we, we are. Shaping and teaching people all those things. So and we've got guys who, music theory and I mean everything. You know what you what we talk about here modular systems. Okay, mm-hmm. so someone wants to really get deep into that and find out what to buy, how to buy it. They would book a session with you and they'd go, Hey Corey, we're going to sit for two hours and we're going to talk. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're getting compensated for your time because now you're not sitting for two hours. It takes you do that with five people, your whole day is shot. You yeah, know what, what I mean? So. so that's real. Yeah, and it's cool because you know you're teaching people. You're, I'm learning also, but the the one thing I've learned the most is that having this platform and having that link to be able to provide to people, it just eliminates. All the the fluff and the nonsense. And so now when I'm working with someone, I know that they're serious. They're not wasting my time.
0: Yeah, that makes you sense because they put it's, it's like put up a shut up. They put the money where their mouth is at that point. And
2: I'm telling you, you could you if I could have shown you my inbox, it was insane. Like it was <laughs> it was almost it was tons of people. Please, Stoney, show me this. And I'm just like, OK, well, what do you think? I mean, we have to invest in ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of times cats don't realize how much time it took for us to put into our craft to become who we are and know what we know. And to just give that for free is like, it's not about the information. It's actually about your time that you're giving Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because the information is is priceless. Yeah. There's no real price to that information. You can't really say, okay, this is how much it costs to, get knowledge of that. There's really no price. So what you're really doing is compensating that person for their
0: time, putting it into you and building with you. You that's know real, what I'm saying? Because time is money. I mean, time you think about money. it like, All of us have families and, have you know. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm a mom. You know, I know. Responsibilities. And so to take that time, I think honestly, that's just a, 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 a kind of like a courtesy that if you want information and you want some help and you know it's going to help, you know. I would say the person.
2: And so and then now and so what we're going to do next with the peer mind. So I have people that book me one on one. Right. And they get to speak to me on a personal level. But then um, we're about to go into another phase and I'm going to actually be doing and, and this is it's a it's a great thing, because, like I said, flights cost money. Hotels cost money. Um, you know, being out of your home for a week to go to a workshop or seminar costs money. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to open up, um, the opportunity for like 10 people to sit in a room with me nice. and, you know, and book a chair for a fraction of the price that they would have with me one on one. And everybody can sit with me and we can actually do a full workshop, you know, and I'm doing all this stuff online, you know, and I think that's, that's a whole, that's, that's the new wave. Cause even, you know, Dead Mouse has, you know, masterclass and then you got Shonda Rhimes is doing master classes. So you've got people and then the cooking cooking master classes and everybody is getting into it because everybody can't afford to go and be in person one on one with a person. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, this is I, I think it's fantastic that I could sit down and give someone individual time and and, and now doing the the workshop thing that we're about to launch is gonna That's be great. nuts. It's, it's pretty cool
1: because like uh like a while back, um, St. Joe, Knox Squared and myself, we did the, the creative live thing. And it was it was a yes,
2: that was fantastic.
1: I yeah, love we did that a three day event. We did a three day event like that. And we had people like we had live audience there. So, you know, but it's kind of like being able to do that with Everybody all across the world, you know, at any, you know, at any time during the month or whatever, and you can set up, you can book it up yourself. So it's like having your own personal, like that course right there that we did was $100 and that's like a set course that is there. You know what I mean? This is something that, you know, and, and, you know, people that come and buy the course now is a good course, but you can't go and ask new questions.
2: You know what I mean? This is something where... You know, that's really dope. I like that a lot, you know? And then the cool thing know. about it, Ken, is the, the cool thing about it, Ken, I got, I've got i got people from Paris, Paris and Japan and <laughs> Australia reaching out to me who don't, they've never, they don't know me. They don't know that I was a product specialist at Native and they never came to a workshop. They just want to learn and they're so cool. And these people are super talented and the things they wanted to know, to know are just really small things that... Man, I mean, and the things they didn't know that we take for granted. Oh like, yeah! Wow, these are basic things that are not on YouTube. They're mm-hmm. not on. You know, there's things that when you start digging deep, they go, "Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know." Yeah, there's a, there's a
1: lot of things about music production and sound design and just our whole world in general that. It's it's really easy to take for granted. And if you didn't come up in that world that you're not going to know. And and some people are even just embarrassed to ask certain things. No, I,
2: I I, I agree. I mean, for me, for me, the best part about it is, I mean, my background is recording engineering. I've worked at. Sony Studios. I've worked at Hit Factory. I've worked at um, all the studios in New York. A lot of people know me for, oh, you know, she was the product specialist for Native Instruments, and she knows machine really well. But this, this program now allows me to teach people about acoustics, you know, about setting up their monitors, about engineering, you know, technical things. Like, people are like, oh, what VST should I get? But I'm just like, okay, well, what is your room like? What are you monitoring with? What are you listening back to? What, you know, making like helping people in production altogether. So for me, I get to use all those skills that I have and actually share them instead of like, okay, let me show somebody machine again. You know what I'm saying? Let's sequence a beat. This is so much deeper than just making beats. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, it's fantastic. I, I think the program is going to, uh, grow exponentially and um yeah again the pricing is fantastic and uh there's just so much stuff that we can share in terms of like conversation you're in a room with someone and then you're in the comfort of your home you know what i'm saying so right, right. yeah
0: and, and so everybody checking the, this out please. here's the, the yeah. thing that's stony um you know what you should do you should put that link if you haven't already obviously as like your oh. uh your contact link at least for like a a few days on your Instagram. So, you know, okay. Yeah. So people could go to your Instagram and just click on that link and book you.
2: I mean, they can go to my YouTube page. I have my YouTube page up now. So it's a Stony's music, uh, S T O N -N I S music, M U S -S I C Stoney's music. That's my YouTube page. And, um, you know, you can get the information there. Um, also follow me on Twitter, if you go to Twitter, you'll see, like, my Twitter page is where I'm going to have um, a link. And then I'll also put a link in the Instagram as well, the booking page. And that way you could just go in and see exactly how will do it right now. It's on my Instagram and uh, it's Stoney's
0: Music on the Instagram as well. Word. So, yeah. So y'all can go there and actually. Do um,
2: you have any questions about it?
0: Well. Yeah, actually, I mean, so is it that is it is it like the person just kind of pays or the person chooses a hour block? Can they choose more than an hour block or what's the parameters yes, on that no, kind of absolutely.
2: thing? Absolutely. So what they do is they go to your booking page mm-hmm. and it says service, um, choose your service. So they have something called an hour. The open hour is literally an open hour. You come mm-hmm. in. We talk for an hour. We figure out what it is you want. What's your trajectory? What is it you want to learn? Why do you want to learn it? What is the end goal? And what I usually do with people, I say to them, well, what do you want to see happen in what time frame?" You know, like mm-hmm. I have a guy right now by March, he wants to be able to record his artists and produce his things and his stuff independently. So I'm getting him up to speed so that he can actually make his tracks, record his artists and have a finished product. So we are taking the steps necessary. And I I don't book, I don't let him overbook me. I tell him, look, I don't need you to book me three times a week because you got to, you got to like,
1: you got to have time to practice. You got to retain that information. Right. Mm -hmm.
2: So I don't, I don't go ham like, yo, book me like, no, I make sure that he's not taking in too much information. So by March, he should be at the place he needs to be. And then there's these other um, things that I have here, like, uh, general music production is a general hour where we're just talking about music. Somebody might want me to listen to their tracks. And I'm like, okay, well let's sit down and discuss what you're trying to do, what you want me to hear. What is it you're trying to get out of this particular track? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, sound design and sampling is pretty much, you know, everything like Ableton and reason. And we'll sit down, I have an hour class with Ableton where we sit down and we just chop up samples Mm-hmm. Or we might record samples live through a microphone or we might, you know, grab a sample from a turntable or something and I'll show them how to do that. There's an hour for that, two hour. I show that in Reason. Cool. I show that in Machine. I show that in Pro Tools. I show that in any whatever platform what does the they person want. person have
1: to have, Stoney? Do they just got to have a webcam and a mic?
2: So basically what PrepareMind does is when you book it. Um, they, it's really dope. They send you an email and in the email, they give you a, a like a zip, a zip file in the zip file. You have to have Google Hangouts. Mm-hmm. You have to, um, have this thing called, uh, uh, late, cast. And it pretty much allows me to hear their Dawn. They can hear my Dawn. There's a full like description on how to set up your computer and everything. So by the time, <clears throat> and then it's like a 72 hour booking. So if somebody wanted to meet with me, they have 72 hours to get themselves together, to get themselves set up, you know, and um, like if you book me for Ableton, we can't talk about machine like we have to stay focused on exactly what you want to book, what you want to talk about. And um, yeah, it's it's the way they have it is fantastic and everything is scheduled accordingly and it's scheduled based on all over the world. So I might do a session at. 11 p.m. in New York and it's nine in the morning somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the cool part. Like it, it keeps people who are working nine to fives in another part of the world could still have access and if not access to me. The other mentors, the other cats out there that are, that are dope that are doing different things. I might be showing hip hop stuff or, you know, urban music or something. Somebody else might be showing how to compose classical music. You know, so this is not like genre specific. This is really about production all all across the board. So, um, yeah, there's a, a document that anybody who books, they get that document. You have 72 hours. They explain the program and, you know, you meet with your mentor and. And it's it's like hanging out. Honestly, it's like that's hanging out.
0: Brilliant, and- actually. I love that. That's pretty dope. Um, I mean, um, you've got somebody I mean, in the in the thing right, right now. My man's like, "Yo, I know, I know sense inside know and, sense. and out. I got three thousand yeah. records. I had never gotten that that sampling work down with Machine MK two. So, I mean, like, right. that's the thing. He, he it was, should it could he work for to everybody. Book.
2: He needs to absolutely book with me. And the reason why I say book with me, I'm not eating my own cookie, but. I've worked for Native Instruments. You know, I've gotten the opportunity to travel and train all these A-list producers, see all their different workflows. So there's a lot of workflows that I have in my head that I can help people adapt and then help them create their own their own flows. Like a lot of cats come to me, and say, I want to work. I want my workflow like yours. By the time I'm done, they they've got their own, own flow. Mm-hmm. They got their own flow. And the cool thing is I'm showing them how to take a machine and use the factory sounds, take mm-hmm. the stock sounds that it come with. You don't need to go and buy third party plugins. You don't need to have all this expensive stuff, oh, I'm showing everybody oh, how to use oh, it.
0: Country. Oh. Masada. No, you cannot hola, book with Stony. Hola, hola. <laughs> no, no. Masada wants well, to I, book with Stony. We, uh, <laughs> Stony, don't be telling people
3: not to buy stuff. Stone, let's let's know. No. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Sounds <laughs> dishonest
2: We hate to hear that. <laughs> no, well, well, okay, but see, the whole idea is if you do if I teach them the way that I'm doing it they're going to know how to use your packs. Okay. i, I agree with that. that. Right. That, that like, sounds good. If we they can't, if they can't, operate, if they can't operate their, their software or their hardware, when they buy your That's pack, right. all they're going to do is go, well, how do I use this thing? It sounds exactly. cool, but what am I it, doing? Exactly. Okay.
4: All right. It's I got one of
1: those things where you're expanding your, your customer base really. So organically at that, you know, it's people who right. legitimately want to learn this stuff. And yeah. You know, not everybody can do an internship in New York. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> Stoney. Um, so, <laughs> so it, to me, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, if that was around when I first got started, I should, oh man, I wish. I'm I'm 36
0: now. I'd I'm probably sweat, and tears uh, in this thing.
2: Now, here, <laughs> now here's, thing thing here's the thing, too, Ken. <laughs> when you see when you see a cat like when you see a cat like Dead Mouse doing a master class for 90 bucks bro that makes you understand where this shit is going mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. a it's about doing your own thing being in your your most comfort level and loving what you have already you know like everybody's not going to have a spaceship like you can mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like we're yeah, all let's, not let's blessed that spaceship. way
0: look at this look at this guy look, look at this at sh- look at this guy
2: come on you know what I'm saying this, look at this, this guy
0: ridiculous look he's you got know stupid mask oh uh, here we go look at this guy he's- <laughs> Same performance, off screen and on screen, yeah, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, um, I'll put the link in my Instagram,
0: and uh everybody could just hold on. Get down. With Let's me. look. Wait, wait, Ken, uh, do that again. don't <laughs> I'm sorry. This dude, there was a sound, and then his face showed up. <laughs> <laughs> come on yeah
2: well, ken is crazy bro i'm just a big comic
0: nerd <laughs> good grief okay so yo I, I want everybody to go out and uh my man sam botstein uh actually he's on the show sometimes he sometimes uh join the panel he's actually in the chat room right now he's also a mentor too
2: yeah yeah and sam and and you know sam is so sick with it it's funny because here's the crazy thing we all mentor each other too Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so me and sam were talking last week and sam was like yo stone i want to go get this new blah 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 and i was like yo sam could you imagine if cats came to your mentor page and you were showing the sp 1200
0: word Come on!
2: Like who's doing that? And there are cats that want to know that stuff. hmm hmm And Sam is a beast. You like know, me and Sam do
0: you- don't live far from each other, so we about to hook up on that SP12 situation. As a matter of <laughs> fact, we were just texting about it last night. <laughs> right. Word up!
2: And I swear, I wish I, I wish I had my SP1200. I swear to you. I would totally show that to people. Mm-hmm. That shit, I love the SB2.
0: I'm y'all. Yeah. Did I ever tell, let me, this this is a good time. I'm going to tell this quick little tale um, about, and I may have some of the details weird, but so back in the day, there was all kinds of different uh, classics now, drum machines that I either had access to or had a homie to have one. And because, you know, I started as an MC, so I was never concerned about beat making prior to like 2000 2001 or whatever i think i bought something 2002 or whatever but i was never concerned with beat making before then so i had homeboys who had 3000s or 60s or i had a homeboy had an sp12 and and i used to just kind of stand around like we about to kill it right Right. uh years later when I really started getting into making my own music and kind of moving on to my own thing, I hit my guy up. I hit one guy up and I was like, yo, didn't you used to have a SP? I mean, a, a, a S 900. Um, he was like, yes, yeah, in the closet. So I said, I'll buy it from you. He was like, nah, I ain't with that. You know what I'll do? I'll send it to you. You can, you can use it until I buy a house so I can have it. Right. So it's mine's. So I got that. Oh, <laughs> so, but the SP 12, I asked my man, Like, yo, where's that SP-12 you used to have? And he was like, uh, man, you ain't going to believe this. I left it in the trunk of the car and the car sat so long um, that it got towed. And my brother, I think he said my brother told me or something. Something happened with the car getting towed and the SP-12 was in the trunk and it was a car that nobody cared for or wanted. So so nobody cared about what was in the thing. And he said he looked up about a year later, like, where's my (laughs) SP-12? And he was like, you know what? The last place it was was in the trunk of that car. So that's crazy. If anybody out there got a story in Chicago where they got some car from the junkyard and there was a SP-12 in it, I want that back. <laughs> <laughs> it does not belong to you. <laughs>
2: Yo, that's crazy! That's crazy,
0: ain't it? Absolutely crazy. So what? that's that's kind no, of now. Hold on, was it
2: the twelve it or was it twelve hundred? Yeah,
0: it was the twelve. It was the twelve.
2: The twelve with the big disc. Yeah, where you got a. Put the big disc in and yeah. and listen to a, a, almost was it Morse code? Yeah, no, like
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> right.
0: So the the thing about that though is that's why it kind of set around because you know back in that time we didn't really know of a way to put a different disk drive on it or put something else. At least I didn't. And I think it, it wasn't a priority at that time because, you know, at that time, castles was using MPC 2000s or the 2000XL has just come out and it was just kind of one of those things. I mean, we sound sound crazy now, like, what? You let the SB12 sit? But yeah, at that point, it was an old piece of gear that nobody was really fawning over and the new stuff was and, pretty and I And
2: I... We- and if I'm not correct, the SB12, you needed you needed this thing called the SBK. God, what? who made it? It's, it's, it was an extra box called the S.S.B.K. Hmm, S.B.K. I mean, and you, you, had come, you had to come. Sink, you, had, you had to come sink. You had to come sync out of the 12 into this box hmm. and out of that box. I think that box either generated sympathy or um i don't even
0: think it was midi time code it was sympty so that it generated because sympty was pretty popular
2: locking it with the sympty right mm-hmm. so i think you would stripe tape align the tape stripe tape mm-hmm. and then it would allow you to sync to this sb12 mm-hmm. if, if i'm not correct i think that's the way they used to like lock it in with production or whatever that's why um yeah but the sbk cost the grip did it <laughs> you know See. that cost the grip and then the 12 the 12 cost the grip so I guess the 1200 was when I think MIDI was implemented, if I'm not correct. Mm-hmm. I think MIDI was implemented in it, and then
0: uh, I guess... Mm, but and I had another yeah, homie I, who was I got DJ. my
2: hand on the he, he had, a, huh?
0: uh, he had. I had another homie who was a DJ. He had one of the reissued black SP-1200s where it was I'm black. Crazy. Remember those? The, they came out... Did it, it have the like yellow screen or the blue screen? I can't even remember. Something tells me it was the blue screen, but I remember being over his crib a couple times, and... That's when I that's when I realized I hate those buttons because I was I'm, i was so used to NPCs and machine and stuff wasn't out at that point. But I remember touching those yeah, buttons but, and but, I was like, that's hard, man. I don't <laughs> but he was like, This ain't good. Bang it on. You I just mean, program and move on.
2: <laughs> if that thing, that piece had a, a special sound, because mm-hmm. I mean those records, I mean, who did not wanna like Pete Rock? Yeah. Oh my God. Easy mobile. I still have
1: a firm belief You're kidding that. Me? Like, what you what you kind of come up on and what you kind of come up listening to is really one of the things that lends itself nostalgia wise to you gravitating towards certain sounds because mm. I can remember, like, like I've talked to some younger heads that still like swear they love like the sound of old FL Studio beats, and I'm like, mm.
0: oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> but,
1: but, you know, and, and to me, it's like I love like the sound it just got gut punched,
0: like, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I love the sound of, of both older samplers and some some of the the more quote unquote clean ones, like the the MPC 2000 XL. Like, mm-hmm. I love the sound of that thing. Um, the the ASRX I love the sound of that thing I uh, um, wish I had one of those oh god I've had so many yeah. over the years it, it's like a... every every about two years I get another one and then I keep it for like a another year or two one? and then I sell it ASRX, ASRX.
2: Okay. I wish I mean I my dream cancer, my dream sampler, sampler.
0: <laughs> my dream sampler is like the ASR10 I just sold an ASR10 like five months ago
2: you should you should have sold it to me, man.
0: Yeah, I said, hey,
2: yeah, I
1: remember about it. it. You had it all refurbished, and then the guy yeah. you sold it to, w- like, didn't know a damn thing about no, it. He didn't and was, know like, how to Complaining that it, it wouldn't and boot it, up, oh it didn't realize God. you needed a disc.
0: Yeah, I had to I had to give him a, a few pointers and send him the the manual. Uh, but then I had to be careful because I felt like every day he was hitting me up like, this thing don't <laughs> well, work. It don't it like turn on song. and it don't do nothing. I said, it's old, man. You oh, got to no. put the disc in and then turn it on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i've always i've always wanted an asr 10 and other piece i always i still want is the mv8 8800 8,
1: yeah, i'm so I, think I
0: still want one
2: i want one jobs. of those so bad bro a
1: hot rod one so that it ran faster like put like a flash drive in it and like Ooh. just like find a way to
0: overclock it so that it ran faster Like because that is such a cool machine it it's is just, it's just slow right? it truly is Like that. See, see, so that's the thing. That's the thing. And Sam got a lot of patience, man. I'm going to say that Sam got a lot of patience and I'll tell you why. Because Sam got every old sampler known to man. If he don't, (laughs) he got pretty damn close to every old sampler known to man. Now, I have an MPC-62. I love the sound and it's not that tough to navigate. It's not really. You can get used to it. You know, I mean, I use it to, uh, you know, part of sound design, I sample drums into it and kind of wet it up with that that flavor, that MPC 60 flavor. But um the thing is, I don't like making beats in it. It's because it's just the 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 workflow is kind of archaic. And I know some people will be like, "No, you that's a sin to say something like that." But <laughs> <laughs> when when you get used to messing with newer machines, like I have to minimize my time on the older machines just because it's going to take so much more time to do things. Now, mind you, if that was my core machine, I'd probably be speeding around on, and it wouldn't be too much of a deal. Just like, you know, some people say with the Ren. like I could speed around on the Ren, and other people are like, I don't even know why you want to put up with that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, but I'm going
2: to be honest with you. My trans, my transition from the 4k to machine was, was brutal. mm -hmm. Like St. Joe will tell you the story. When, he, when they handed me that machine, the Mark One mm-hmm. from the 4000, going from the MPC 4000 to the right. machine Mark One, I, I was just like, what? Y'all trying to be
0: funny? Like, what is <laughs> that? what I was supposed to do. What and I was to do with, this? With, the, with the MK1, yeah. too, it wasn't nearly where it is now. Well, when it was. Bro, it was I, I, I went through some serious. I went through some serious. I went through some
1: serious. all the way up to 1.2 was where they added the ability to truncate samples, which was like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> see, yo, Ken is, Ken is like, I, I, I came in
1: machine sampler that couldn't truncate. And I was like, I was the emailing point. them every day. Like, what the hell are you doing?
2: <laughs> but I would see Ken, I was lucky. I came in like 1.8. I came in, I 1. came 6, on board. 1.8. I came on board at 1.0
1: and, uh, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, You you didn't even have VSTs then, right? No, no, that came at 1.6. 1.6,
0: 1.6.2. What was the version? I remember a lot of yapping around the internet when Machine got. All these different things where you can oh, didn't didn't it? There was a certain version where you could open up all the MPC programs and projects. you Yeah, well, that, yeah was, that was dope.
1: that was one point. I want to say it was like one point four. Was when they started allowing import, but it didn't all work. Like you <laughs> so, you, I'm glad I didn't. You, you, I, I think
2: it. I think yeah. machine actually started its real rise at one point
1: eight. Now one point six was was major because once once they started allowing VSTs, that was like. Yeah, it was like nothing else was doing anything like that at that time. You know what I mean? Right. There was no there's no drum machine that could do that at that time. And that was like that was kind of like where everybody got excited and then it and then it went on for a while up to 1.8.2 was the last one that they did before they moved over to 2.0 and it was, you know, but the problem was that there was a lot of things going on and to me, it, it, it's Speaking still my, not where key. it could
2: be, oh, hey. you know? You know he going to. Come on yeah, now. I'm, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm not gonna get into it, but uh Don't
2: I'll, I'll get him started, I'll, y'all. Don't get him started.
1: I'll just say this. I'm still really excited about the fact that like in this day and age, um I still wanna see like a proper centerpiece hardware sequencer. You know what I mean? Like that, that can be mm-hmm. like the, like a hardware sequencer that you don't need a computer for that can sequence your entire studio and sequence your computer, your VSTs, everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want something that is like, and I'm talking like sort of like a Circlon, but at a much more reasonable price point And it doesn't have a 900 year waiting list. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Bro, what does
2: that, what does that look like? Ken? Like, you know, even, well, have you ever seen a Circlon? A who? A Circlon, no,
1: it's a one pretty up. dope. Um, I'll see if I can pull a picture of one up, but it's a pretty dope uh hardware. I want something that, th- that goes even further than that personally, but okay, so Cir- this is kind Circlon of the basis of what closest you're to what about. I can. Okay, now it's not gonna, it's gonna look, top. it doesn't look super inspiring, um, but its workflow is dope. Um, so let me, let yeah, me I don't show you care what it looks
2: thing. like as long as it does what it needs to do.
1: Let me share my screen here. Um, make sure I'm not sharing anything I'm not allowed to share. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I'm like I'm in the middle of the downloading some super secret cool stuff. Uh, where is this thing at? How do I pull this up? Yeah, I got it on my screen. I'll share it. All right, you share it.
0: Yeah, let's see.
1: So the Circlon, and you can make it. You can get it in configurations that'll that'll handle like modular gear you can get it in configurations that'll handle midi all kinds of different stuff but basically it's like a step sequencer but it'll do so much more than just step sequencing like it's it's a really full-featured sequencer but really (coughs) there's nothing out by any company right now that really does full studio sequencing full studio end stage sequencing um, as the centerpiece and is actually readily available out there you know what i mean um Oh, this is it, and isn't archaic. You know
0: what I mean, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. right? Right. So th- that's like I see because that's the
0: thing. The MPC sixty can handle being the centerpiece, like, and that's can, the closest it, that I can think of is having like but even I think that is close. like, but even even a hardware
1: MPC isn't like you're not going to see like indie bands or something like no. that using that type mm. of gear for that. I'm talking about something that's not just like pigeonholed into certain certain genres or whatever. I'm talking about something that's a little gotcha. bit more widely accessible. And I'm not talking about like NPCX or live or any of that kind of stuff. I'm talking right. about something that, you know, realistically you would want it to be like rack mountable. Um something that really? you know Yeah, because what like really all it's doing I'm not, is I'm not
2: mad at the rack mountable. I, I like the idea of the rack. I it really would do. Be
1: You know, you could have it as a desktop, but, you know, I would want it to be able to have rack ears, too, you know, because really like in the studio, I might have it as a desktop piece, but I'm not necessarily programming the things onto it. I'm using it to record the data that I'm sequencing. You know what I mean? So like if I'm playing my my Moog or I'm playing my Matrix Brute or I'm playing my Drum Brute, whatever, I want it to record that data and play it back properly. You know what I mean? I just want to be able to sequence all my gear. You know? So Yeah, what in about one the- in one central
2: in one central place.
1: Exactly.
0: exactly. Right.
2: I, agree. And, then, I and, agree. and
1: and and flexible editing of that too, you know? No, totally. This is what dope. about the Kilpatrick
0: looking- audio carbon?
1: <laughs> you know, I looked at that. Um, that thing is Can you send uh, me a link to
2: that, Corey?
0: Yeah. Doesn't that
1: thing use um the the, the life algorithm? I'm not 100%
0: sure. I, I haven't, I haven't I'm, I'm hoping that they'll. They said they were going to send me one to, to check out at some point. Uh, I, I'm hoping I'll get a chance to check it out so I can really know.
2: There's a PCI card in it? This is crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to show. Why are why they wasting their time on you, Corey? Huh?
2: Don't why be you hating on, Corey. Time on me. <laughs> don't be hating on Corey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, Ken. oh Ken. Oh Ken. Oh mm-hmm. Ken. <laughs> he said. You know down. Ken is mm-hmm.
2: Ken be hating, right? You know that, right?
0: No doubt, of course. Oh, we got a new thing though in the crew though. It's it's called hatulation Is that what it I'm is? Hate where it's congratulations and hating at the same time.
2: <laughs> so oh, this is dope.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
2: What now Ken, is this just for patterns or I think we're we talking about
1: so we I messed with it a little bit it, they had it at knobcon mm-hmm. and um oh, this is crazy yeah it, I believe it does the the algorithms uh the life algorithm stuff it's and got it does, four, it's got four
2: um, cv outs the four gates it has the usb host so are you going to be able to host your mods like your your MIDI mods with this thing you can like hook that up
0: Yeah, I mean, because they're 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 uh, they're, uh, um, originally were a modular uh, company. Well, they still make modular units, but this is something that they've gotten into uh, where they I guess the idea was that there was no thing like this out there that they could kind of use as the centerpiece to sequence all of their stuff. And there's even some videos on here. Um, where he's showing like, yo, I have a, a synth over here, the phenol, a modular, and a, and a controller with the computer, and he's using that joint to sequence everything.
2: This is crazy.
0: Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. And the
2: cool thing about this is you can use this with your modular system and any, or any MIDI, mm-hmm. like any or USB. This is Or dope. USB.
0: Yep. So it's got yeah. The,
2: or USB. The gates, yeah. It's got the uh, and it's got both the USBs. It's got this is great.
0: USB where you can connect it to a doll and all of that. It's it's really the flagship type of deal. And it looks good. This is
2: so basic. Also, There's like basic things that should be in everything, right? Yeah. Now.
0: Right. Exactly.
2: <laughs> right? right. Like, why doesn't everything have all of these connectors? It's ridiculous. Well, it's saving cost, I guess, but still.
0: This is dope. Yeah. Yeah, this is dope. So somebody was saying what social entropy engine. What's that Sam? I wish Sam was on here so he could tell us what that is. Social entropy engine.
2: Yo, Sam, jump on, man. Where is Sam?
0: I know he's around. Well, Sam is in the chat. Jump in the he, chat. He don't want to be seen today. Yeah, Sam doesn't want oh, like to be So yet. yo, I'm gonna come I'm on, gonna, Sam. Let, let me do this one thing. I want to do a couple things uh, before we uh, get too too far going on here. Um, Two things I want to do. I want to announce that I'm gonna be doing uh, like a beat people giveaway, and and then I want to go through some of y'all thoughts of what the top year is for last year. So let me pull this this uh, giveaway up, um, and you'll have to go to my my Instagram page.
2: So, Corey, can I just cheat and like win? Can you just like hook me up?
0: (laughs) <laughs> not right, you, mean <laughs> you, you to. always winning <laughs> I gotta matter. win
2: I ain't got no choice bro
0: <laughs> I gotta win.
2: we all gotta win
0: I want you to win so you already here, know here's the deal this is um, so my man Steve from Synthrotech. Tech he's starting a new thing Sick. and he has uh, let's see uh, where is it Freak Form so he's starting a new thing it's called uh, Freak form.com and you can see on the screen here's take it easel um premium samples from the bucla music easel right so what he did is he got this i mean how much of bucla music easels nowadays i can't afford those how much of those running can like they go from like four thousand to your mama's house i mean the
1: newer the newer ones you can get for less but like they're like $3,500, $3,000 $3,500, $3,000 or so? $300 or something okay. like that at least, but still they're ridiculously pricey. And <clears throat> on top of that, then you still got to learn how to use it, which. Bukla kind of works like nothing else. Right. So So I've seen guys, I've seen guys that are really studio vets get, get on Bukla and just look like kids who are smacking their head into a wall.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And so the thing is, for those that don't know, Bukla is one of the uh, pioneers of synthesis and, you know, there's the West coast thing and there's the East coast thing. And you're talking about East coast synthesis. It's uh, Bob Moog. Uh, Dr. Moog, or however you want to say it. And then if you're talking about West Coast synthesis, you're really talking about Buchla. And there's a whole history that goes along with that. Um, If you want to get the, the, you want to know more about that, I would say get the the DVD, I Dream of Wires, um, because, you know there's just so much information. It's really fascinating history with all that stuff if you want to get into synthesis. But for those of us that just want cool sounds from the synth, my man Steve uh, from Freakform.com and Synthrotech.com has got together with some cats and they got their their Buchla easel and they made a whole bunch of samples from the Buchla easel Ugh. that range from kicks to snares to I don't know, special effects and stuff. And I did a, um, a, a beat for uh, the demo of it it's up on on uh, the free form page and there was a few people that did a few things but actually i was i don't think i was expecting what i heard it's a really rich nice sounding kit i don't know uh how many of these things are there but so here's the thing here's what we're doing there's going to be a giveaway it's going to be two giveaways i'm going to be giving away um one of these kits, these sample kits, and you check my my Instagram page and Central Tech's Instagram page, <clears throat> it'll be a matter of when I post this uh take it easel thing up. Then it'll Make be sure a matter knows of you, your
4: Instagram page, the, Yeah, the
0: Instagram page is uh B Boy Tech Report and also follow uh Beat People's Instagram page. But uh the, the contest is gonna run on, on B Boy Tech Report. When I post this up, all you have to do is repost it. And uh, follow us, uh, B-Boy Tech Report and Central Tech. And then after about a week or so of people doing that, we're going to choose the winner and give them that for free. Um, In addition, in addition to that, I'm going to be doing another giveaway with Central Tech for um, his latest module, the Central Tech Fuzz. Do I have it? No. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So this we can't
1: see your. Uh, oh, okay, never mind. Oh, oh, here you go. Here you go. Never mind. I see it. I
0: see yeah. it. I see so it's it. the Central Tech Octafuzz. The Octafuzz, I'll just read it here. It's our take on the classic 70s super fuzz circuit made into a Eurorack rack module. We've also improved on some aspects of the original as well, including increased output. So I have this in my rack right now, and I'll be doing a couple videos up on Instagram to show you what it's like. But I mean it does add some real ill tone to like anything, whether it's a synth, bass line, or drums and stuff. So we're gonna be doing this giveaway for that and it'll be the same way i'll post it up and say yo follow center tech follow b boy tech report and repost this thing and then uh you know with whatever hashtag it is and then you know in a week or so we'll announce the winner and i'll send it out to you so that is yeah. the house cleaning stuff that's uh our latest giveaway so i'm gonna run one now, Corey, now run do, the
2: they, do they have to, do they have to repost it on instagram or What if they tweet it and stuff like that? Yeah,
0: it can be tweeted. I mean, any social media. But the thing is, we have to be able to find it. Right. So it's going to be a matter of the hashtags, whatever we post, just repost what we've posted so that the hashtag is there so we can actually find it. I I don't have a problem looking on. I'll I'll probably take a tally of what's on Facebook, what's on Twitter and what's on uh, Instagram under those hashtags. And we'll randomly pick a winner from there. So. so, yeah, it's it's going to be up actually later today, definitely this weekend. And then, you know, um, you know, we all can just kind of tell people to share it and post it and we'll see what's what from there. Dope. So two giveaways, just to remind you, that's uh, the Take It Easel sample pack from Freakform and the Synthrotech uh, uh, Octave Fuzz. So that's going to be dope. Definitely. I mean, and that's one hundred and twenty that's a one hundred twenty five twenty-five dollar module. And then the, the sample kit is thirty dollars. So, you know, it's pretty dope. Who knows if the same person will win, but uh, we'll try not to do that. <laughs> Give everybody a chance to get something dope. So, all right. Now I'm going to toss it over to let's let's just talk about this. Ken, what do you think some of the, the or any of y'all? What do you think some of the top stuff, uh, top gear from 2016? Now that we're in the you know first what? week. You know what's not? You know what's not fair? What is that?
1: A lot of the Top Gear that was announced didn't come out. To the end? Supposed, didn't come out until like the very first of like 2017. <laughs> That's right. So like the Matrix Brute, Deep Mind 12, all that stuff. Technically, I guess it's you got to kind of say announced. you got to kind of say uh, 2017, even though it was talked about so much and and kind of just
0: on the cusp of. 2016 like we all got see, our stuff in 2016 that's but. it see that's the thing Ken like so that's what I have to realize I'm like wait that ain't really 2016 because there's a couple things me and you've had yeah. <laughs> you know that's what I'm mean? saying a, like, a few like things that are the like most of stuff really that
1: popular. had me crazy yeah. excited it, it came out in 2017 or is still coming out in 2017 mm-hmm. but you know was was all the rage for 2016 for like the vast majority of it but um but trying the trying mini log, so sort of the mini log can be 2016. one of twenty
0: sixteen. Mini log or oh, was yeah, because that was the I got mini-log, I got the mini log yeah, just before NAM. Before NAM. So it was in January.
1: At least it so, yeah, didn't okay, ship okay, until we'll, January. We'll consider that twenty six which I still love that thing. I think that mm-hmm. thing was awesome. You know, there, there's heated debate as to how much character it has, but to me, I really like that thing. I think it's super fun. Um I bought mine for dirt cheap and sold it for a song. So um, I, I <laughs> probably will get another one. Um, well, they were having manufacturing. So right. the price of them went up like crazy high. And I was like, well... I'm kind of busy doing other stuff I sell it so I'm, I made like a 200 some odd dollar profit off of
0: it <laughs> and I followed
4: <laughs> after having right it for away. like three or four
1: months right
0: because I loved it and then when I saw you know opportunists this is a capitalist society bro Be, people's gonna capitalize on things when we can't too exactly so the, I mean, the it, thing it is, me they me was, me was having they the modules was, in
1: my rack it, uh, uh, yeah. and you know, that kind of thing but I'll say that I probably will want to get another one but I'm kind of waiting because when I talk to Korg um, at NAM last year when they announced it, they kind of didn't hold their tongue when they were like, yeah, you know, this, you know, we're working on bigger things with this. So I still fully expect uh, to see possibly at this NAM a, uh, you know, a, a larger flagship analog from them. So well, you, gonna, you think you're going to gonna see, see, see uh,
0: uh, a maxi brute? <laughs> um i know people don't like it when i say that name <laughs> you, you uh, a, a what now a, a maxi brute oh excuse me a maxi log okay i was gonna say i was like i think they already did that
1: it's called the matrix no i would say the um yeah i i think that they they're gonna do something like that and i expect it to be really uh you know something worth taking a, a hard look at because with the with the mono log, which is also a product that just came out this mm-hmm. year, um, mm-hmm. they addressed some of the filter things that that people kind of had quibbles about. Like like they they put some cue normalization on there and you know kind of beefed it up a little bit. So I think with a poly like a larger polysynth of that would be something that I'd be very interested in because I really liked the sound of it. I liked how it operated. I liked how the knobs felt. Everything on that thing, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, and and even like the little oscilloscope on it. I think that it was just a yeah, cool. I think that's real um, dope. It's, There's it's a just few a dope cool sense, man. Really and for the money, like, how could you be mad at it? Yeah, you know. Um, hey, you know what I like know, I'm different different
3: Look, I'm gonna throw the System Eight out there. I know oh, it's just yeah, me. The yeah. System Eight actually made it in 2016. It was announced and actually came out in 2016. Plus, like, I went to Guitar Center and I I lost track of time and was off in there for about an hour and a half just messing with the System 8 and I walked out thinking to myself, you know what? I should have bought it.
1: You know, the thing with the System System 8 is I'm I'm really interested in it and I played it at KnobCon and I think it sounds great. It's, It's really playable. It's really fun to be on. But, a couple of things concern me about it and that is, um, I really don't like Roland's current model of nickel and diming their customer with the plug outs. Like if Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy like a $1,400 synth from you, give me those, those plug outs either if not for free for dirt cheap, give them to me for like 50 bucks. You know what I mean? Like make it, you know, the way that they did the system one and they had, uh, they had you pay to get the system one VST. Like what? (laughs) Like yeah. th- that that kind of stuff didn't make any sense to me at all. So yeah, like they're following me, the Apple paradigm though. I don't care what paradigm your phone <laughs> it, it irks the hell out of me. Like You know, if I'm buying your flagship synthesizer, that's the, and, and, you know, at the same time, I'm like, I look at the older synths like, uh, like the Tritons and stuff like that. And we used to have to buy cards that would go into them. And it's, it's not that dissimilar from that. And I get that you got to pay for that development, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, this is your flagship and you're trying to promote your brand as, as being, you know, for the customer and you're trying to, you know compete with all these other like flagship analogs and this and that. It's like, dude, you should provide that stuff. It should come with a, a whole host of those plug outs. Not nah, just man, like do you remember the,
3: the price of the cars that came for the Phantom that after the the uh Phantom workstations mm-hmm. came out mm-hmm. they was busting your head still for those mm-hmm. cars. Yep. So Yeah but but look what you know, have changed though. What year I, was that, though, dog? I do understand 98? the year, but it's 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 their <laughs>
2: model. They're not going to change their model. They they need to change that up. It's it's two thousand seventeen? And that's what that's, that's kind thing of what is, I'm saying. Though, like, they I understand have-
1: that you got to pay for development. I get that, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, there's there's goodwill towards your customer goes a long ways.
3: It's true. Right. Well, they figure their goodwill is actually giving you two plug outs for that fourteen ninety nine
0: yeah sorry I'm yes. well, listen, <laughs> no. let me just tell you i've, I've you played know. the system eight the system eight is real dope i'm actually very surprised at how good it sounds i don't even feel like it should sound that good like <laughs> i mean it sounds so much better than i anticipated and the thing is though um i don't know man fifteen hundred dollars that that is not but
1: here's the thing man Look. look here's the thing so Yeah, it comes with with a couple of plug outs. And some people were on the fence of saying, oh, but at least it comes with the Jupiter 8 and the 106. And some people were on the fence of 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 saying, you know, you know, but it doesn't come with that much. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. Yes. The technology for modeling these synthesizers is way better than it's ever been. Right. Mm -hmm. They're using like FPGA chips and like, you know, it's it's this really rich, complete modeling, blah, blah, blah. 10 years from now that modeling is going to be even better. And they're going to have another product that does the same damn thing. This is the JP 8,000, but redone with newer technology. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing to me, it's like, okay, if that's the case, I could have bought a Phantom like a while ago and it had multiple synthesizers inside of it. You know what I mean? You could get, you know, the, the Oasis with multiple synthesizers. you could get, you know, the Triton with multiple synthesizers. Yes. The technology is better now. So there's limited voices, but the, but the sound of it is a lot better, but it's like, to me at the same time, you're still doing the same thing. So give me more, <laughs> you yeah, know
0: what I mean? Yeah. Like don't give but me the, less just but, because but, it sounds know, from better. A business perspective, right? What's their motivation to do that, like their motivation. like well, from a business like, perspective, they lost me buying more
1: plugouts. From a business perspective, that's you I though. You're the anomaly one <laughs> because they wouldn't give us the system one VST. For free, even though we had already spent like six hundred dollars on the but hardware, but that ain't the norm. So I was but like, you know what? That, you know then I'm what not happens? doing that.
0: What happens is everybody goes out and buys that stuff. <laughs> Quite frankly, it's just point blank, I vote with my and, money. That, and that's almost the reason why I haven't bought like System One M or the or or I kind of steer clear from the System Eight because I know that if I have it, I'm gonna buy the add-on piece. When they, when they announce that that new classics that that old classic synth is now available as a plug-out, I'm gonna cop it i don't really want to do that See, I but stopped, that's I the
1: plug out since
0: for it like i bought
1: one and then i stopped when i saw that they gave no goodwill towards their customers when they came out with the system one vst right the people who had the hardware should have already gotten that vst for free and i just felt it was wrong so i said you know what i'm just not going to support i'm not going to spend any more money on that system one like i love the system one i really do but i'm not going to support
2: that kind of mentality Yeah, but I think, you know what? Also, Ken, I I think that a lot of the companies feel like, you know, these these pieces are for big boys. Right. So Mm -hmm. you're buying the pieces. Here's the other the the flip of it. It's supposed to make you money back. Like it's supposed to pay for itself. You know what I mean? Like, don't 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 even play that game of. I know I agree with you, Ken. And
1: it already is supposed to have that stuff. It's like, well, come on now.
2: No, I got what you're saying, Kim, like, but at the same time, saying. I think at the same time, I think a lot of cats buy these these pieces and they're expensive pieces. You it's supposed to pay itself pay pay
0: itself off, you know. That's the whole idea. Like, absolutely. Well, you would think so, but you know, a lot of people are not really making money with their music. Or, you know, they're honestly, I I could tell you, there's a lot of people that um are really some people don't even aspire to try to make money with their music. They just kind of want their lovers. Those are hobbyists and stuff, right? And that's but fine. they, they that's buy just fine. as much stuff as the pro cats. Yeah, to, but to yeah, me... But coming, like, I, to I, I was just that. kind of speaking from
2: the from the business
0: you mm-hmm. know, company
2: perspective. Like and I get that. Like the bottom yeah. line
1: was that they, they were already making that money. Like they already had it there. And it's not that I wouldn't pay for plugouts. I did pay for a plugout. I bought the pro Mars plug out for it. But the fact that you're making somebody pay for something twice that they already had, that they had already paid for once. Like, so when you buy the pro Mars plug out, you get the pro Mars plug out for the hardware and you get the VST. But when I bought the system one itself, they didn't give me the VST. They only gave it that's for foul. the hardware.
0: That's that's point blank. For me,
1: that was an issue. It's like, well, why am I paying more for this when I already bought it? When, you know, it should be coming with the other stuff. And it was already like a hundred dollars for the plug outs, which, right. you know, so, so, I mean, it's, it's, that and it's, it's fine for, for people VST. to disagree with that. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. It's just, to me, what I'm saying about the system eight is the system eight looks really great and it sounds really great. And I've, I may want it, and I may end up getting it. Who knows? But I am i don't want to be an early adopter to it. You know what I mean? I want to I hang back a little on it and see how it develops.
0: So, hey, you mentioned something, Ken, about um, that made me want to show something to to the people that's watching the show and to you guys. You mentioned about this guy, uh, Tatsuya. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It, he was, yeah, he was talking about but you were saying how he was talking about some of the things that got fixed for the monologue. And so one of the things I have going on is cool. People might want to check out is I'm running a series of like four to five question interviews for companies like UAD, um, Uh, uh, this guy, Gary Boss from Audio Technica and uh, Tatsuya from Korg. And I basically asked questions of them of their products because they're all nominated for the NAM Tech Awards. Uh, The next Mm -hmm. one is Monday. It's going to be Dave Smith talking about the OB6. So, yeah. So on this actual uh, interview with Tatsuya, he actually mentioned uh, um, well, I asked him about the clicking envelopes And, Mm -hmm. you know, what they did about it. And he said, Yeah, that was an enormous amount of confusion regarding clicking envelopes. One, uh, they fixed these things fast attack time, uh, EG reset when voice is still in, and actual clicks at the start of the of the envelope generator. So all of those things were fixed. One and two, uh well, you can read it, right? So, but I just wanted to let people know this is some pretty good information up on B Boy Tech Report about those things. Mm-hmm. And I'm running this series uh, of these NAM Tech Awards interviews leading up to NAM, and there's been three. three. Three of them so far Um, on the last episode, we talked about the Harrison mix bus. And so I got a chance to talk Mm -hmm. to Ben Loftus, who runs that whole uh, company up there. Harrison, I don't know if he runs a whole company. I don't know his title, but (laughs) he's he's the man over there and Harrison console. So he talks about the Harrison mix bus there a little more in detail. So check out bboytechreport.com when you get a chance and uh, keep up on those news items and stuff. So let's uh, welcome my man, Sam. Sam, what's up, man?
2: Sam, i so um, about an hour and a half late.
4: I couldn't hop on before this, but uh, I wanted to uh, thank Stoney for doing such a great job talking about the Pyramind stuff. I also wanted to mention that if you're considering uh, maybe studying with Stoney, definitely check out her interview um, on Pyramind's YouTube page.
2: Oh, thanks, Sam.
4: Yeah, for sure.
1: Thanks. I still say he looks like Wolfman. well
2: well, hold on let's be clear sam has an amazing interview too you got to check sam out his interviews sam you're sam you're uh
1: you're a mentor on there as well
4: yes yeah what's Um, your
1: expertise on there
4: you know currently i'm offering people uh you know people have come to me and they've wanted to learn more about like modular synthesis or uh you know they've been really considering getting some old beat machine and using that to make all their music so I've gotten a couple different people um, who have sort of come interested in doing like a weekly or regular um, sort of meeting quite like you're studying a musical instrument, you know, growing up, like you took piano lessons or something like that. Yeah. And that's, I think, really powerful. It's a really interesting opportunity. If you go to hearamind.com slash mentorship, you can see uh, some of the featured mentors. And if you click around, you can actually see all the different things that you can sign up to get mentorship around or all the different people that you can get mentorship from. And, uh, it's, it's a really, really interesting project. I I really hope that people take advantage of it because, uh, I know personally that I was able to really, really benefit from these kinds of like one-on-one recurring, um, situations that I treated, like I said, quite like taking weekly music instrument lessons mm-hmm. that uh, really propelled me forward and helped me out. So I, I hope people will take advantage of it because I think it's a really, really interesting opportunity.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think it's dope, man. I'll definitely be pubbing it. And you know what? As a matter of fact, I know I talk to you guys uh, regularly, uh, but what I'd like to do is I want to set up like a like short interviews with some of the mentors over there, including you guys, you, the two of you, then like put it on B-Boy Tech Report and, you know, just kind of shed a little more light on what you guys are doing. I think it's dope. Oh yeah. So I'll holler at you all about that, but yo, so Sam, you're on hey. there. And we're about to close out, man. Oh. <laughs> I'm
4: sorry. I'm sorry. I, I really couldn't stop. Oh, it's the all good. Floor. It's all good.
0: I'm always happy to have you no matter what, man. It's good to good to see you. So hey, uh we are it's twelve forty three. We're about an hour, forty minutes in. So I'm gonna go ahead and round up. If anybody got anything they wanna uh tell the people about before we get out of here. You need to let Willie just... promote something because he
1: just sits there quiet and it worries me.
0: It worries you. <laughs> <laughs> it worries you <laughs> <laughs> Willie, what you got, man?
3: Hey, I got that new blue synergy coming out. Um, I don't have a screenshot of it of it, but like I said, it's gonna be a bunch of pads and strings and atmospheric things for just anybody that I sprinkle on to the, uh, production. So Word. it should be out in the next month or so, depending on how much time I actually get to work on
0: it. Word. That's dope. I'm looking forward to that myself. Yeah. Make sure when you, when you, uh, Hey Willie, you do, do you do demos of your, uh, your sense when they come out?
3: Yeah, I, okay. I don't do them. I actually have everybody else them.
0: <laughs> I don't have time to sit there and do a lot of demo That's all good.
3: But yeah, you know, I'll be passing the um, passing them around to see who I can get to get a, get a demo out of. So. Word,
0: word. Okay, and uh, Stony, what you got?
2: Oh man, yeah. So next week I'm, I'm launching. Uh, I'm going to make an announcement, and uh, I'm and then uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the next phase of the mentorship. Uh, program. Again, like I said, we're going to start rolling out. Um, I I, I plan on setting up a workshop. So it'll it'll be more than just a one-on-one. It'll be uh, 10 to 15 people in a room with me. And, um, and, and hopefully, you know, we'll have that available to people that can probably, you know, get access to it through the peer mind site, you know, at the end, we'll figure out what we're going to do, but it's, it's going to be, I'm looking forward to sharing that with everybody. Again, again, You know, it's 2017. I plan on, you know, dropping my project Uh, that's been long waiting Mm -hmm. and uh, just putting tons of music out. And the other thing I also want to mention is, you know, people who are watching this, if you know dope artists, man, tell them to holler at me. I, you know, I get a lot of producers that reach out to me, but I'm definitely looking for that artist that I can do like the Missy Timbaland thing. You know what I'm saying? Like where I can like do an entire album on an artist, but I haven't met that artist yet, you know? So um, if That's they're out there, I've never voice. put it out there, you know, I never put it out there publicly. So now I'm saying, look, I've got tons of music and I'm going to release my own project with the instrumentals and, you know, and, and tr- tracks and stuff, but I definitely want to do a full album on an artist. So, yeah, you know, and you know, and follow me on Instagram and follow me on Twitter and YouTube. And again, like next week, I'm going to make the announcement and I'll have a platform where everybody can interact with me. And um, again, it's Stony's music all across, you know, S T O N I, apostrophe S, music, not Stonis, but Stony's music, <laughs> you know. And uh, yeah,
0: please, word. Come check it out. We, we always got your back, Stony. I'm looking forward to 2017 and what you're dropping.
2: Man, yep. and with you too, man, I, I look forward to you know winning some of these uh, beat people contests.
0: And- <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the panel talking about winning the contest. <laughs> <laughs> come
2: on, core, come right. on, core, hook it up. <laughs> so,
0: Sam, what you got, man? You <laughs>
4: oh, hey, um, thanks for letting me jump on to talk more about the pure mind thing. Definitely check out our pages. Um, we're also both on the Estonian and I on the pure mind YouTube channel as well um, yeah I, I really think this is something that people can benefit from and uh, um, I wanted to ask uh, flux and Corey you guys are you guys anticipating doing a bunch of Nam coverage before the next show
1: so let me just touch on this before Cory goes into deep so I'm not going to Nam this year um, I'm what awesome yeah i'm i'm moving and uh so we've been working on getting this house ready and money's tight because of that and brothers be so brothers be so selfish moving in houses and doing stuff for the family this is time apparently i have to to worry about my family and my kids and whatnot don't feel bad ken i'm not not going to Namie.
2: with that, with that
1: caveat, I will say this: I do have some special Nam coverage that will be. Uh, I I sent a guy to Nam, a good friend of mine. I sent him to Nam uh, under the Flux with it banner, so he's going right. to get some stuff for me. And yes. then on top of that, um, I'm also going to uh, have some special coverage that isn't really that other people won't have. I got some exclusive content that I'm going to uh, distribute when, while NAMM is happening. So, uh, you know, I do have some things happening with that. Word. So it, it should be pretty cool. Um, I, I, wanna, I just
0: I, have to. I, I
1: another thing real quick. Um, also, there's an event coming up in, if you're in Pittsburgh area, um, I'm, I'm going to be heading out to Pittsburgh, uh, March 18th. Um, there is an March. event called oscillate Pittsburgh. And it's a um, it's like a synthesizer festival type thing that happens in Pittsburgh. So I'll be out there for that as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be stuck in Delaware while all my friends are having fun at Nam this year, which Rosco's. depresses me greatly. That's what we'll be doing. Let me Eat just Rosco's, let me just say, say party, this. Let me ball. just say
2: this. Hey, hey Corey. Yeah. Roscoe's won't be the same without me and Ken. You know that, right?
0: Yeah, so true. But I'll be. So, it's it just it not the same. I'll, I'll think of you guys. I'll take a picture, Instagram it, or something. <laughs> I'm
1: just upset so, that I can't. So yo Korean karaoke spot,
0: man. That's like that's my jam. <laughs> um. So yeah, you know what we should do? Let me let me just remind everybody that this the Beat People podcast has only been around for a year now. Just. Leading up to NAM, I think it was the week before NAM last year it was the first Beat People podcast. So what I'd like to do, if all y'all want to come back outside of the monthly schedule, come back and do what our anticipation, anticipated things and stuff that we can talk about. Cause I know some of us okay. can't talk about some things, <laughs> right? We could kind of talk about what we expect from NAM and just have like a, the inaugural NAM show type of type of uh, beat people podcast if y'all want to do that just before Uh, but we talk about it in in text and all that Um, so yeah we're going to sign off but before we do I want to tell everybody um, jump on to beatpeople.com that's b-e-a-t-p-p-l dot com and uh, patronize the site cop some uh, some sample packs I got a couple new sample packs up here there's uh, inebriated breaks volume 2 and uh i think i have yeah the big room theory breaks season two and uh swamp breaks has been doing pretty well a lot of people tend to like that and that one of the newest things that i really like is uh, uh like all of these joints but checkmate breaks my man mike checkmate did a great job on these breaks and he sent him over and i did a little something else to him and it came out to be a great pack and uh you know, go to the site, check out the video. It's also on my YouTube uh, channel. And uh, let's kind of go behind the scenes and let him tell you about uh, how he created these breaks and beyond that.
2: Can I ask you something really quick, Corey? Yeah. The those dope, those dope beats that you're posting up on Instagram. Are they from these packs?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like all of them. (laughs) Pretty pretty (laughs) Pretty much. Like all the beats that I make up, you know, there's There's been a few times where I've used MSX, but 90% of the stuff that I put on Instagram are from these, this variety of packs, analog, boom, bap. Um, uh, If you hear any breaks chopped up in there, it's most likely inebriated breaks, uh, volume one and two. And I got a couple more volumes of those, too. uh, I'll, I'll kind of divulge what I, but well, here's what my plan is for 2017. The plan is to drop a product of month and do a demonstration video. Cause I think that's part of the thing. People don't know how do you use this? Right. So then I'm going to show people how to chop up breaks and do different things like that. So, yes. um, yeah, this is pretty much all from there. And, uh, starting maybe later this month, I think this one sprinkles and lasers will be available up on uh, machinemasters.com com, and we'll probably have some more coming from stuff that I offer on there too. So, yeah, so that's what's up. Um, let's, uh, let, let's do 2017 y'all. Thanks hey, for joining um, the show. Corey. Okay. Yeah. Hey Corey. Yeah.
1: Um, one last thing as of right now, mm-hmm. um, there is a code. Uh, if you go on to, uh, shop.fluxwithit.com, um and you type in beat people, B E A T P P L E or P P L All Caps. It's B E A T P P L All Caps, you get twenty percent off of any order there. So yeah, nice. um just wanna let people know about that as well. So little little bit of beat people support on the on the flux
0: with it site too that's what's up that's what's up yeah yeah support the movement man so we can continue doing dope stuff and bringing dope content uh um, it. it's, it's all about community so on that note we're gonna sign off this is uh beat people it's all about squad and community beat people we don't beat people we are beat people peace peace Peace.